It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, explorers, to the lucky die. Previously, Lafian lays down the ground rules. Raul looks out for his stalking buddies. Squash flexes his power over fire, and Zoltana puts aside niceties for the wild. Within the wine cellar, the team investigate and find a hidden area that leads deep within the roots of the elven seat of power. After a minor incident involving fire, the team make their way inside the elaborate tomb's defenses to the first king's resting place. Why was Asiltar buried with an acorn? Do unicorns still roam Discora? And what should they expect within the sanctity of Cicero? I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. find yourself in essentially a meadow that seems to go on and on it's very warm it's like the sun is beating down on you but there's no sun that you can see in the sky there's a very gentle breeze ahead of you there is a mausoleum it's constructed of marble with delicate gold filigree all over it there is also five marble pillars standing kind of directly in front of this mausoleum as you look behind you, you can see the frame to the door that you just passed through, and through the door you can see the hallway that you just have come from. But looking around it, you just see more meadow. What do the five of you, four of you, want to do? Um, I'm looking at the mausoleum thing, because that sounds cool. Uh, there's like a couple of steps up to the mausoleum. Um, like, there's not a lot, just a couple. Um, and in front of you, there is um, a door. What? Has a handle. Door to the mausoleum. Oh. Okay, great. Is there another door behind that? Or is this the only door you were talking about? Uh, this is like, there's like the door to the mausoleum, and behind you is the door that you came through. Okay. So past the mausoleum is just infinite meadow? Yeah. Okay. 
Um, are there any, like, inscriptions, engravings? Uh, yeah, as you kind of approach the door, like, you walk past the past the pillars and you basically make your way to the, the door, go up a few steps, you can see the door itself has ten small circles that have been kind of carved into it that may be an inch thick, uh, an inch deep, sorry. And... Yeah, that's that's it, really. There's nothing else carved into this kind of mausoleum at all. Would one say that it looks like these indentations have uh, a requirement of filling? Perhaps insertion? Yeah. yeah, yeah, there's a very strong possibility that that is the case. All right, Laughing's going to go check out the pillars first. Okay, uh, as you turn to look at the pillars, you can see that yeah, they're they're pretty tall. They're like ten feet tall, so it's not you know above arm's reach. Um, and as you spend some time looking at each of them, and you kind of give a good good glance over, you notice that very subtly hidden. It's very difficult to see, but you have a pretty good. Um, you're going to find it basically. Um, you can see that across the five pillars, there are five circles very thin, like very, very thin, like carved circles into each of these pillars. There are like 10 in total. So the same amount of small circles carved into these or at least etched or circled into them, they would fit exactly into those um, indents in the door to the mausoleum. So that would be five of the 10 needed? Uh, yes. Or did I miss here on the, how many was on the door? I give you the extra one? There are ten indents on the door, and from where you are, you can only see five like little circles, um, one on each of the pillars. What do they look like? They're just round. They are also constructed of the same kind of marble um, that the rest of the pillar is constructed from. Just like little discs? Yep. Hey, Squash? Yeah? Does this look like a magical trap of any sort of variety to you? Squash is gone. Oh, your detect magic's gone. Oh, yeah. So Squash is <laughs> eyeing down if he knows anything that seems like it. But of course, Squash doesn't have Arcana. So Squash is going to cast another detect magic. <laughs> well, you don't have to. You just, you know, <laughs> practical knowledge. No, I'm, I'm, I'm being mad at V here because V is completely right. And she's grinding through my level one spell slots. You don't have to use this. You can, I think, toss, uh, cast detect magic as a ritual. It is a ritual. It would take 10 minutes. Yes. Would we be okay with that? We're not in a rush. Oh, yeah. We're actually in a dumb, weird plane of time, so... All right. Yeah. Uh, Squash is going to cast uh, Detect Magic as a ritual. Takes 10 minutes. Um, I am assuming that this is a very weird thing where Squash just kind of sits down, heads down and she's just concentrating he doesn't really know what ritual magic is he doesn't know exactly how to do it <laughs> he's just like i know this is doable well, you you do you do have your book of like how to magic um mm-hmm. you do have that and that talks you through some of the processes of doing rituals so it, it it's not unfamiliar to you just untested yeah so oh. yeah you can make your way through it no problem so it's definitely squash like cooking by the book like he's got a book on his right hand side and he glasses <laughs> at it every now and then just make sure he's doing yeah. it right <laughs> It takes um, you a little bit longer than 10 minutes, but yes. <laughs> since it's going to take 10 minutes then, Laughing's going to start trying to search around to see if he can find the other five. Okay, where would you like to look? Um, he's going to look to see if there's any patterns in the fields, if there's any 
um, like maybe there's a flower that looks out of place, or maybe there's just flowers that are po- uh, form uh, the shape of a an arrow that says "Over here, idiot." <laughs> this way, stupid. Not exactly written in the flowers of the meadow. This way, dumbass. Like, no, that's not written. Um, looking around, there doesn't appear to be any real order to the flowers. It is just natural chaos. It's just natural pretty much as it is. Um, as you kind of like look around the field, there's nothing that screams out to you. The, the flowers seem perfectly normal. There don't appear to be any like massive rocks or rocks that could be in the shape of like what you're looking for, even taunting you by the, you know, the shape of a triangle or anything. There, there's nothing like that on the ground. Um, it, it doesn't appear to be anything around, at least not in the grass. I need to think on that for a second. Go to the others. Uh, Raul Zoltana, do you have any other ideas on where you might want to look to help him find the discs? Uh, he would have pointed it out to everybody since he was calling yeah, Flash yeah. over. Raul wants to look at whatever like wildlife might be here. Uh, if there's any living things around other than plants. Um. Yeah. Sure. Take a take a nature check for me. I'll see if I can think of anything else to give you. Oh, my specialty. Twelve. <laughs> There's a couple of like small creatures, like ladybugs and uh, like aphids, and there's a couple of like flies and like dragonflies and stuff. There's lots of little creatures that are here, and some of them are flying around, and they fly kind of all over, not ever in your face, because these are Cicero bugs and not Bellum bugs. They will not attack your face for no reason. Fucking moths. <laughs> uh, no, these are all pretty nice things. You see butterflies and such like. Um, they just tend to hang out in the grass or they fly upwards into the air. Um, okay. All right. I'll just play with a butterfly instead. Okay. <laughs> That's so cute. Uh, Sultana, is there any ideas <laughs> that you could think to look for anything? World of 20 animal handling. I am friends nope. with this butterfly. I do not have any thoughts. Okay. <laughs> but head empty, just drink. Um. Okay. Is there anything on the uh, other side of the mausoleum? Like on the back? Yeah. You can walk around it. Um, on the back of the mausoleum, very easy to read, um, is an inscription. Oh. The seal tower um, was here. Graffiti. Um, it's not written. It's not like perfectly carved. This isn't carved by someone who deliberately like, hey, in the construction of there will be like a saying on the back of this. Like, no, no, no. This was like rushed into it there. Bit like graffiti. Um, and it says uh, the <laughs> touch not the discs for they do harm. Oh. Where's Rolf? Laughing goes back around on the other side. <laughs> okay, don't touch the discs. I found a bunch of... <laughs> I found some coins! <laughs> ah, there were bad coins! <laughs> v, random weird question. Would yeah. you say that the in the, the slots are uh, roughly the size of a gold coin? Like, if I take out some gold, can I just, like... Uh, gold coins aren't usually, like, an inch thick. Oh, these are like, like that would be some fucking... janky ass cold coins. Yeah, they would be like fucking 
really heavy and expensive no uh they're they're too they're definitely too deep for putting gold coins in there okay. um they're probably also a little bit bigger in diameter so i but can't I like buy the off the mausoleum funnily enough no rich boy you can't just pay your way through this <laughs> daddy's gold won't solve your problems <laughs> no no listen the gold that i have on my person is gold i made from betting <laughs> Uh, with other people's money on other people. Yeah. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. <laughs> it's called investing. Uh, squash. Yes. Um, You detect, I think it's abjuration. Let me just double check what this is based on, at least. I have concerns. Uh, my apologies. Evocation. Uh, you detect evocation on... So detect magic allows you to see, feel the magical presence within 30 feet, but you can only see the aura of the things in line of sight, correct? All right. So the line of sight you have on each of these pillars, um, you can see on like in one place on each of the pillars, like the, the uprights, you can see that there is exactly where those kind of circles have been carved and you now suspect being much closer you can actually just reach out and pull these like discs out of it um there is evocation magic but you can also sense five more pieces of evocation magic like just little tiny blips on your radar you can just feel it kind of 10 feet up and on top of each one of these pillars okay squash is going to relay that in sorry excuse me let me sit up straight squash is going to relay that information to lafayette Hmm. Uh, is there evocation? Did you say there were were discs in the pillar? Yeah, being much closer to it, like the the pair of you, like having spent mm-hmm. a bit more time around it, you could see that you could probably very easily reach out these circles that are carved into it. You basically just see the edge. You think mm-hmm. you could just grab them and pull them out, but they'll and explode. You, yeah, there is evocation magic on it. One hundred percent. All right. Um. My assumption is that this test is not to how much brunt you can take. Uh, so there probably is a solution to this, right? Well, I mean, assumably. I I don't know what kind of spell is on the items in question. I mean, if it's just like another ball of fire sort of thing, then we can just grab them from a distance. If it's something worse, though, that's a whole other story. <laughs> Good point. I can only uh, go thirty feet away, so. Uh, let me see. I do not have a piece of twine or anything like that on me. I only have this big bulky ropes now. Oh, I see where you're going. That's a that's a good idea. Hmm. Actually, I do have an idea. Uh, before you do that. Squash is going to reach his hand into Demi's bag of holding and think twine. No, that's a good idea. I like this bag. Yeah. All right. So Squash brings out twine. I like this bag of holding. It's like a menage of (laughs) knickknacks. I can just guess that. Oh, wait, Squash, I have threads. And he pulls out a book. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm looking for something in the twine thread variety. Uh oh. What the fuck is she doing with this? Debbie, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, okay. So we could possibly just make a little loop on this and try to pull it out from a good distance. 
worth a shot. Better than me using my side points. All right. Uh, Squash is going to fashion some kind of tiny little loop. Yep. And he's going to try to fasten it to the disc without disturbing the disc. Wow. Yeah, like there's kind of like a little groove. Or I guess like, yeah, a groove would probably like you could just like kind of a little groove around the disc mm-hmm. and you could try and wrap the twine around it without touching it. Like All lasso right. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Going to try to get everybody else to step back while Squash does whatever <laughs> dumb thing this is. I'm by the door we sure. came in. <laughs> okay, yeah, smart move. <laughs> and, yeah. I already uh, took do one want, hit. Do you want me to roll something? Uh... Let me rephrase that. If you're going to ask me to roll something, I would assume it's sleight of hand. Yeah, 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 sleight of hand. Let's see what the DC is. I have DC for just the the the, the awfulness that this is. Uh, okay. It's a pretty good roll. What did you get? 27. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Right. No problem. Uh, you wrap it around and the coin just falls out and bounces to the floor. Um, and you see that there is a letter carved on the other side of the disc. Oh. Uh, Hold on, let me grab paper. Hold on. The elven equivalent of A. <laughs> yeah, all right. I need... Where the fuck's my notepad? Actually, what am I doing? I just do it in a fucking computer. You have it. <laughs> But pieces of paper are so handy and nice to use when you're doing puzzles. Yeah, it's something about paper and pen when you're doing puzzles. All right. So it has the letter A, you said, yeah? Yes. Okay. Wait, so the disc's just on the ground now? Yep. Is the magic coming from the uh, disc or the recession? With your magical eye? Yeah, with your magical eyes, um, you can still see that it has um, the magic up on it. All right, Lafian. I think there's only one choice right now. Okay. I'm going to have to touch no. the disc. No, you don't need to touch it then. Let's... Oh. I'm sorry. Were there two options? I was... There's three. I can try Mystic Handing it and seeing if that'll work. Okay. And my backup backup is summoning a fire elemental. Okay. <laughs> So let me try the Mystic Hand first. Staying uh, the, like the maximum 30 feet away and just Mystic mm-hmm, Hand mm-hmm. just goes down like a, like a fucking claw machine. Just yep. goes down, <laughs> grabs, picks up. And then drops because it's one of the grabber machines and they always <laughs> drop your fucking shit. <laughs> shit, this coin is heavier than 10 pounds. Uh, uh, no, surprisingly not. Um, yeah, your Mystic Hand manages to pick up this coin very easily. Okay, all right. So... He, like, keeps it at the maximum distance and just moves it over to the top step of the mausoleum, puts it down. Okay. Okay. So maybe we don't need to use the twine then. Okay. Good idea, Uh, but for the sake of time. Goes to the next one. Yep, you can very easily just remove all four of them uh, that are remaining, that are on the uh, kind of up. Yeah, well, you don't know where the others are. you haven't seen where they are. You just know that they're at the top of the pillar, according to Squash and his magical senses. Yeah. Um, the extra letters that you gain are A, I, I, R. Okay. So two A's, two I's, and an R. Correct. R as in R. 
Yeah. Thank you. Sorry, I have such a hard time hearing R. <laughs> well, yeah, it's real close to your ah. <laughs> you said you got more of a sensation from the top of the pillars too. Uh, is that where he got the rest of the coins from, or? No, Lafian took the coins out, but you could see basically on the the kind of uprights of the, yep. the columns, the pillars. Uh, you felt the extra magical and still can feel them at the top, like. Okay. Yeah. On the top of them. something more at the top of the pillars. Okay. Um, Roll, you're the tallest one here besides me. Can you give me a boost up to the top of the pillar? Yeah, I just need to be able to see up there. I don't know what the fuck I'm grabbing it. Oh, I could grab it. Well, no, we don't want you grab. That's. I just need to see it, and I can grab oh. it with the hand. I just need to be able to see things. Okay. Uh, I'll try. Um, Rob. <laughs> Is not very strong. Let's <laughs> let him lift you. I mean, Lafian's not that heavy. Maybe the stronger one. <laughs> All right. Do, do. I was going eight. for height, but Zoltana would also work, yes. On an eight, I, um, you try and lift Lafian, but you can't do more than like lift him half a foot off the floor. Like okay. it's just you can't. All right, it was it, it was worth a try, Roll. Good good effort. <laughs> I'm gonna lay down. That's it. That, <laughs> that's fine. Well, there's a nice field of flowers. Go relax. <laughs> there are butterflies. They start swarming towards you on your twenty animal handling check. <laughs> All right, Zoltana, do you want to? Can you, can you just? Help. Sure can. Uh, I will. I will do a lift. Um, for the sake of uh, strategic placement, let's say we're. Still trying to maintain that 30-foot distance. Mm. I'm like sitting on Zoltana's shoulders or some shit. I don't know. Like I standing on the shoulders. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm 99% you sitting on her shoulders only makes you as tall as you are. Probably. <laughs> mm, I think 30 feet back, you wouldn't really see the top of them. Um, yeah, you might need to be a little wow. closer. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? I couldn't hear you from a mile away. Sorry, I had leaned uh, over my microphone to do the thing on my computer because remember, I'm on a laptop. But anyway, <laughs> I got a 10. Uh, so that's yeah. all you needed. <laughs> um, yeah, on a 10, you managed to boost him up. Um, you take a lot of his weight and you just managed to do that power lifting thing where you kind of grab his ankles and push him up just enough that he can just hold on to whatever is around him um, and get himself just kind of precariously up. You're not going to be able to hold him up there for particularly long, but you can at least see Lafian. Um, and yes, on top of each of the pillars, you see a small disc just sitting on top. They happen to be in the middle of warding runes. Warding runes? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try to... Make sure that we're outside of that 20-foot radius. <laughs> yeah, you are. I'm just and gonna say yes. Just for the sake of Zoltana's uh arms and not being a pain in the ass, uh he's just gonna like quickly grab each of the coins and drop it to the ground first. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, now you know where they are, you can just send your mystic hand up and just whoosh, swipe across each of the tops. Um moving the coins don't seem to activate the wards of roading, uh the wards of the runes of warding at all. Um, it's just if you're foolish enough to climb up and put your hand up there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they didn't. Um, 
Yep, you managed to knock these five coins down pretty easily. Um, and you gain five more letters. You get an R. You get a B. And a T. And an L. And an N. For Nightmare. You have five coins and ten... Sorry, you have ten coins... Uh, ten discs and ten letters. What do you want to do? The butterflies are loving the shit out of Ral. <laughs> so, we have five discs and we have ten letters. You have ten discs, ten letters. Ten discs? And ten oh. indents. Yeah. Jesus! Now there's ten of them? It's getting out of control. <laughs> They're multiplying! <laughs> Hmm. Is this a tomb? Rawl says from underneath all the butterflies. <laughs> uh, it looks like a mausoleum. Um, I'm actually kind of surprised there's literally nobody here. I was kind of expecting the, the first king. First king of elves? Is this still elf stuff? We are in Cicero. Uh, yeah, the architecture is very, very elven. Just everything about it screams elven. But it looks like Falsum. No. Nope. The outside okay. did. That was just outside. Okay. Yeah, so the corridor that you found yourselves in, consider it like the highway across the heavens. Like, this is how you would access them. You are currently in a room of heaven. Were there other doors in the hallway of heavens? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. There were three on the left, two on the right, one straight ahead, which you would presume to be the mirror room back in the real world, and a door mm-hmm. behind you, which would lead to the foyer. Yeah, this we, would be we, the... we can't uh, die in, in the first Meditation. room. <laughs> okay. All right. I I think I have an idea. I just don't know if it's just too simplistic and I'm being paranoid or what, but... You can only but try it and suffer the consequences. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let me make sure. And this is where I hope that I've given you the correct letters. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to remember I hate them having and that to was give letters out in the wrong order. <laughs> so there was an A, an A, an R, an R, an I, a B, a T, an N. What am I missing? So there are two A's, two, two R's. I's, two R's. One B, one T, one L, one N. Okay, I was missing only the L. Okay. Okay, so I'm just going to lay this out there. I I think this, like, I, I think this is brain trial. Or tr- try, like that. That perfectly spells it. And I don't know what else it would be. Just Ral R A L. He's but the there's answer. an H in there. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> this is a brain. Uh, this is a, the brain spelling thing, but spelling is not a. Uh, it's, it's not. It's a, it's it's the brain test, not the spelling test. Jesus Christ! I fucked that up. <sighs> well, like we can try brain trial. This is gonna hurt if it's wrong. I have a feeling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> a good one. So, you reach over, you pick up the coins. I'm not picking them up. Okay, good. 
Uh, yeah, I guess I'll slot him in. Okay. Using the misting hat, mystic hand, you place in the letters um, in order of brain trial, and you hear a click, and the door swings open. Laughing and hits the deck. <laughs> As a giant catapult appears, and no, it's yeah. Don't um, worry, guys. It's just... a catapult, not a. Uh... <laughs> Trebuchet, no, trebuchet. Uh, giant, giant. Oh, what the hell is it? A giant. Ballista. Uh, thank you. Yeah, um, you're fine. Uh, you're fine. Um, before you, there is kind of a narrow corridor made of stone, um, and ahead of you, you see an iron, an iron door, um, and beyond that, because of where you are, you can, and because you all can see in the dark, you see what looks like a well-furnished room that has plenty of paintings on the wall. That's all that you can really see from here. Okay, I'm a little surprised that worked, but also glad nothing blew up in our faces. Yeah. Let's go, yeah. I guess. Roll, get up from your flowers. Okay. <laughs> Tell the butterflies you'll be back later. Roll gets up and the butterflies fly off and Roll waves at them. They do not wave back. They well, are but butterflies. <laughs> they are kind of always waving. <laughs> Okay. Um, this corridor is very narrow, so it's a single file. Can I please get a running order? Uh, Squash, you still have Detect Magic going, so go ahead. I'm assuming so. Yep, so Squash will take the front and I'll be proceed. Uh-huh. proceed I... To... I was just going to say that he's doing the stop every now and then to just see if he sees any magic, <laughs> even though he doesn't sense it. Look, look with okay. your special eyes. Yes. My, My brand. brand. I... I'm gonna transfer my uh, armor guy that I my like my shield yeah your shield yeah to squash to be in front of squash yeah. so he has a little extra protection okay um, yeah that's perfect and um, I will I think be the second. shield is that is actually kind of a smarter idea um, the having the shield you because squash is small could probably use that as cover like that's that's I think it's fine um, AC some cover can hide behind it all right uh then i'm guessing Lafian and Rao. Mm-hmm. um as you'll step through and as the last of you clear the doorway it closes slowly behind you um you can see there is a handle you can't see any other indentations as you look back squash you still see the abjuration of like the lock spell but this clearly you can get out of not a problem um it drops into total darkness now um, there is nothing you can see except y'all have dark vision as you slowly creep your way forward squash using you know just cover using your natural skills as a thief um and your it heightened senses mm-hmm. you don't detect any extra magic for a little bit and there don't appear to be any floor traps um as you make your way towards the iron gate itself the gate is not trapped, um, either magically or mundanely. What you do see ahead of you is a circular room about 15 feet diameter. Um, not particularly big. You can see, and at least Zoltana also, because you're pretty close to, uh, behind Squash, you can see a room that has lots of pictures up on the wall. Um, it has that kind of like fake rail about halfway up the wall which is made of wood and below it is just wood panelling above it is a dark red wall covered in pictures and drawings and artwork there doesn't appear to be an extra door here the ground is not 
nice and ornate like the rest of it that you can see. It is sand. And the sand looks, you know, well raked over. It's very smooth. No one has trod here in a while. In the very centre, you can see a canvas on top of an artist's... Easel. What do you call it? Thank you. Um, you find you find an easel with a canvas on it. You also see... Nope, that's it. That's literally it. Um, let me just check that there is literally nothing else. Nope, that's it. That's literally all that you see. Anything on the canvas in the center? It's completely blank, as if ready to be painted. Are there any paints? Nope. And this room is just covered in paintings? Some of them are exquisitely drawn, um, some of them not. Some of them are clearly beautiful oil paintings, and the scenes are completely varied. Um, now that all of you are much closer and not in the room, um, as you kind of look around a bit, you can see that there are pictures and portraits, there are people smiling, there are children, there are lovers holding hands, you can see crowns, you can see hordes of gold, you can see drawings and paintings of dragons, of what look like strange metal humanoids arrayed in an army. And what you notice particularly is that in the bottom corner of each, there are two people holding hands, one of them holding an ink pot and the other one holding a uh, paintbrush. And the floor is all sand. Yep. This is all you can see from where you are. Any magic from the sand? Is it quicksand? That's why I'm... (laughs) (laughs) Quicksand, not magic. Uh... (laughs) Well, unless it's magical induced. Um, Yes, there is magic here. (sighs) Uh, I need to look at the specific type of magic. Hang on. I hate this fucking school's and magic bullshit. I'm going to lay down. You have to paint me like one of your elf girls. <laughs> oh, I already know this. Um, As you look at this area, Squash, you can't see the magical aura itself. You can't see whatever the object is, but you do get pings of necromancy magic. Okay, so there is traces of necromantic magic in here. Oh, good. Maybe dead things are going to come out of the sand or something. I uh, hope not. Yeah, I did that already. Mm-kay. I already can see Neil going to the let me roll my pass out <laughs> button. <laughs> it's oh, a look, 19. There it, is. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Squash is going to like move a little bit into the room and just kind of touch the sand with the sand. Uh, as you like open the gate... <gasps> Nothing happens. Um, as you put your foot onto the sand, you kind of sink up to your waist. Oh. That's not good. So about a foot and a half of sand. Um, kind of beneath your feet, you feel solid rock. Or big tiles of rock. You can't tell you're standing on the surface. All right. Squash is going to move further into the room, just wading through the sand. <laughs> Just wading through the sand, man. Uh, you can very easily make it to the e- easel in the center of the room. Is it up on a platform or something? Or Nope. It's also buried in the sand. Oh. All right. Like, it's still like, yeah, like its legs clearly extended. Uh, so the canvas itself is definitely out of the sand. Um, that little lip underneath to support it, definitely out of the sand. From where you are standing in that kind of very narrow cor- corridor, it looks like a normal easel. It looks like the correct height, um, except okay. that Squash now knows it's a foot and a half taller than it should be. <laughs> um, 
Uh, when yeah. you are in this room, Squash, and you kind of glance around and look back towards your companions, mm-hmm. um, above the door, um, I used to, you would never be able to see it from where you were, above the door you see another picture, but this doesn't have those two people holding hands in the corner. This isn't well painted at all. There are no people in it. There's no artistry. They are just words. And the words say... Friends and love oft go hand in hand. Revelations of both start by resting in the sand. And as the canvas might reveal an artist's soul, the words of the powerful upon the people do toll. Um, okay. Laughing gets in, in the sand and goes up next to Squash. Yeah. Just sink probably up to your knees, I think, probably. Foot and a half is about just below your knees. Squash, you said there was magic things somewhere in this sand pit here? Yeah, I can't seem to locate it per se, but I know it's in here. Let me try to focus in on it. And Squash is going to like stare around, they're kind of uh, thick in the sand a little bit, see if he can find it. Yeah. Um, it takes a little finessing. Like, you don't exactly have like perfect control over this and you definitely when you can't see it have any massive idea exactly where it is but it does help you narrow it down and as you go kind of digging through the sand you find an artist paintbrush and an ink pot oh a paint pot yeah uh squash is just gonna dig that out and is that radiating necromantic energy oh yeah the um, the ink pot for sure. <sighs> All right, yeah. Uh, Squash- the ink pot, the paint pot has nothing in it. Squash is just gonna like pick it up and the brush and bring it over to the easel and place it there, and then Squash just gonna points at the pot and just like that thing is oozing necromatic aura I need to ask are Raul and Zoltana in this room uh, Raul is yeah I imagine he's like I was going to say he comes over in the sand but I don't think he did just yet so I think he's like about to get in the sand at are about you this sure time this water sanitary because Raul can just run on the sand to get over there but I don't think he needs to get over there for anything right now well, according to the thing that we read above the door, you probably need to get your ass in the pool. <laughs> get in the sand pit. <laughs> We're all scared of it because uh, of the things you said about it, though. Yeah, you can keep uh, walking and running around on the surface. Like, you can just do that because you have weird monk BS abilities. Um, you never have to sink into the sand if you don't want to. You, start to you also don't have running. to enter this room if you don't want to. <laughs> well, come in, the sand's fine. <laughs> Uh, Sultana, are you in room or are you staying in the corridor? Uh, I think I went into the room. Um, okay. I don't see any reason why I wouldn't. Sweet. Good. Good. Everyone together. Much better. All right. Um, you have a empty ink pot oozing necromantic magic and you have a paintbrush and, and, and an empty canvas on an easel. Okay. Um, hmm. Raw jumps into the sand and kind of <laughs> doesn't leave the edge yet. Just kind of sits on the edge and has his feet in there. 
Okay, fair. <laughs> Does something happen? No. <sighs> the room is just silently waiting. All right. So the pot appears empty when I find yes. it. So uh, I am going to make an assumption that the pot does something if we stick the paintbrush in it. Even though it feels empty. Could try. Yeah. So Squash basically just touches the bristles of the paintbrush and then mm-hmm. dips it in and pulls it back up. Does it look like it's wet or something? Nope. All right. Touches the bristles. Uh, Dry. All right. And he puts down the brush. All right, I'm wrong. <laughs> if I had to make an assumption just based off the fact that it's no mac- no- necromantic in uh, origin, it most likely involves blood. At least based off of my crude understanding. It's a good, good theory. Um... Now I'm curious if it needs to be mine or if I can substitute... I have some vials of Demogorgon blood that I was planning on giving to Kythea, but, I mean, who knows? Maybe that would do the th- trick. I- oh, how romantic. <laughs> so so you I have touched funny. it with your hand. You've touched yeah. the... Yep. Okay, and it didn't do yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, I basically went by the assumption that these were not necromatic uh, wards of garbage. Like, we're supposed to do things in here. Raw will go and pick it up and... I want to dip my finger in there and just, like, I think that's his first instinct to, like, try to figure anything magic out is to touch it more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that's very well. Uh, as, yeah, you're holding the ink pot and you, uh, paint pot, ink pot, um, and you put your finger in it and it just feels dry. There's no ink in there. There's no paint in there. You're just holding this ink pot. And then it bites your finger. <laughs> Mimic ink pot. Uh, Squash, are you still holding the paintbrush? Uh, I don't know if I am. Maybe. It's up to you. Yeah, sure. I'm holding the paintbrush. Very tiny amount of paint appears on the end. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, well, you're doing something because there's some paint rub appearing here. Just a very tiny drop. Well, if you uh, look in the corner, though, it's got two people holding hands and one's got the one and one has the other. I put so as many fingers sense. as I can in <laughs> Roll the whole hand in there. That's lewd. <laughs> ah, my head is stuck in it. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> friends and love oft go hand in hand. The revelation of both start by resting in the sand. Was the paintbrush and uh, ink pot close to the painting? Uh, yeah, they were in the sand, pretty not really close to it, but close. Okay, I'm thinking about that sec- second section. The revelation of both start by resting in the sand. I think it need the two of you, whoever's holding both items need to be within the sand. That's how I translate it anyways. I think you have to let yourself completely submerge for whatever the thing is going to happen happens, but I don't know if you need to be holding the paint pot and brush. Um, well, I mean, it sounds like we then need to paint. Well, whoever needs to paint something, and then things will happen. And then that fourth part, I don't really know. Laffy, and you should paint something. Paint your feelings. Oh, there's going to be a lot of red. Um, 
I'll I'll paint something. I'll just someone else is apparently going to need to hold the the inkwell. There's going to be a lot of red because they're painting with blood. No, there's no blood in there. Well, I thought that's <laughs> what you said. I'm no, I'm insinuating there's going to be a lot of red because I have a lot of anger. Sultana, I want to try it out, and I think you're the hardiest one of us if something goes wrong. Um, okay, are you asking me if you can use my blood to paint? I don't understand. No, no I, I, I was gonna paint. and squash approaches Sultana. I'm gonna ask you to lie down in the sand. Oh. Uh, okay. Sultana will lie down in the sand. Sand bath. V. Oh yeah, Sultana. Like your back is completely covered in sand. Uh, like the short cropped hair that you now have also covered in sand. She doesn't sink. No. Well, like foot and a half, but yeah. That would completely like, submerge you in this case if you're lying flat. I don't know. Are we a foot and a half? You don't no, know. We might be less than a foot. I don't know. I don't width? know things. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sultana, you're in the sand. There is sand all over you. Is that, is that better? You happy now? No, I was hoping for something to happen. Yeah, they go covered in sand. Okay. <laughs> Let me just try help. painting something and see what happens. Yeah. Who's Squash holding my us. hand and holding the inkwell? Raw has the inkwell. But he's not getting completely submerged. He's very much sitting on the edge. He's not comfortable with completely submerging. Raw, the easel's in the center. You need to come to me if you're going to hold it. <laughs> okay, I'm coming. <laughs> okay. Lafayette takes Raw's hand and then with the other goes to the, the, the canvas. Very important. What are you drawing? Um. Hmm. I feel like it would have to be something that would be like really strong in his mind that he would be able to like have a clear picture of. Yeah. Um. Fuck it. He paints. He starts painting Kythea. Aww. Aww. As you begin to do these brush strokes across the canvas itself, are you intending a black and white picture? Are you intending colored? Um, he's probably experimenting as he's painting, so like he's gonna try focusing and seeing if he can change colors, um, if the brush itself can change with things like that. Absolutely, it does. As you think of what should be appearing underneath the paintbrush in that moment, the inks or the paints or whatever it is medium you wish to be using upon here change. Um, the brush changes accordingly, the paints and colors change accordingly, and you create a beautiful portrait of. Kythea, once you have finished your masterpiece, once you kind of do that, and I'm done, step back moment, a very, in the bottom right-hand corner, appear two people holding hands, one of them holding a paintbrush, and one of them holding an inkwell. Ral, you suffer one level of exhaustion. Fuck. (laughs) Okay. Hmm. The iron gate, the iron door that was here before... If any of you were focusing or looking at it whilst Lafian was intently working on the canvas, it has changed. It began to fill in and became another part of the wall. And as the picture is finished, you see that the picture, all of you see that the picture kind of disappears and reappears on the wall where the door was. You hear a click from behind you and a portion of the wall slides back and away through reveal another passageway out well that was interesting I kind of want one of those for my home magical paintbrush that would be cool 
Um, right, we should get going then. Lafian's like looking, he's like realizing that now it's like on display for everybody to see the painting of Kythea he did. He looks a little, like a little red in the face, but. You and Squash both, Squash made Sultana sit down in the sand and did nothing. <laughs> Squash is <just> like. <laughs> now, now Sultana just has sand in her armor. Yep. <laughs> That's going to change for weeks. He's probably going to oh. point towards the painting and go like, hey, look what, look what, look what Lafian did. Don't focus on what I've done. Look what Lafian did. <laughs> oh, really? I wonder who you would have painted, Squash. She says irritably, giving him an eye. Remember, my it's not just best vengeance. Sultana? No, mm, I think I'm you're sure. going to need a deception roll. <laughs> <laughs> I'd roll a shit. Everybody knows <laughs> You know it, I know it, everybody knows it. Everybody knows that Squash is in love with Demi, come on. Oh. I don't know what you're talking about. As he looks at his nails. <laughs> Can you feel the love tonight? Um, okay, so another passageway has opened up. What do you want to do? We, we go. Yeah. What's in that passageway? Uh, currently just darkness that seems to lead downwards. Stairs or slope? Ah, stairs. Okay. As you make your way down, well, as you put your foot forward, you feel like you can't, your foot is sliding against a wall. Mm. Your companions have passed through, but as you put your leg forward to try and walk through this doorway, this gap, it feels like a wall. Mm-hmm. Okay, and because Raw has exhaustion, I imagine he's like the last one out, just kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. keeping behind everyone the best Stop he can. <laughs> um, he- Ow! <laughs> okay, well, he starts to panic a little bit and calls out to everyone to hold on. <laughs> um, what? what? What happened? What? Uh, Rob kind of like well, does, a little, does a little punch at the wall in front of him. Feels like you're punching a wall. He shakes his hand like he's punched a wall. <laughs> For the rest of you, it looks like, you know, like if you push your hand against glass, you kind of get that flattened look. Mm-hmm. This is what it looks like from the other side. Can I grab Rob by the hand and try pulling him? Uh, as you do that, as you do that, as you try and like grab through, you don't feel a wall. You feel no resistance. But as you grab his hand and pull him towards you, it's like his hand is stuck against a wall. Oh, wait. You can't oh. pull him through. Oh. <laughs> yes, exactly that. <laughs> what the hell? I mean, mm. what 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 the bellum? <laughs> Got to clarify. What in Cicero would be more accurate? <laughs> um, that's weird. Why, why is it singling him out? Maybe because of the inkwell? I, do I? I don't have it. I'd put it down. I'm tired. Raul does look tired. He looks like when he's yeah. had an acid attack, not like the pain part of that, but like afterwards how he's just kind of dragging. He looks like that. Did um, either one of you have ways to like fix that kind of stuff? I can. Yeah, I could. Try to give you a little bit of mental coffee, so to speak. 
I mean, that might be what's pulling him down right now, or blocking his entry. I don't know. Raw, do you see a wall, or is it like you can see us? Yeah, I can see. Okay. Um, I mean, we'll give it a shot. So Lafayette will reach over and give Raw a boop on the snoot and give him <laughs> some brain coffee with a Restore brain. Vicar. So it would get rid of the exhaustion level. Yes. Um, you feel somewhat more refreshed, Raul. Like, you feel comfortable. Um, not like the lingering acid attack uh, pains <clears throat> and it, just general exhaustion that you feel. You feel much better in yourself. Yeah, if Raul gives you like that smile of like, oh, I'm comfortable. No, thanks. <laughs> Happy time. Now try coming through. Do I get through? Nope. Okay. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Did we fuck up the riddle? I mean, there was the last part, the, the words of the powerful on the pawn the people do toll. I don't... <sighs> words of the powerful, like... Are they talking about... So, in this case, that would be because you are the powerful one, the, the brain child right now? Upon the people do toll, people would be whoever's holding the inkwell. I mean, I, I can... I don't... I don't know. I don't understand this part. Um, and Lafayette just, like, it looks a little flustered. And it's just, verily do I permit thou, Rawl, Jacques, Tassar, and permission to join us upon this stay well. Sir, Rawl. <laughs> the fact that the GM uh, is giggling uh, makes me assume this is not going to work. Ema told me a story uh, about people who drink blood and you have to let them in. And it scared me and I couldn't sleep for a week. Vampires, Rawl. <laughs> vampires. Yeah. Ava would know better. She wouldn't tell you that. <laughs> no, that's a Bogram. Bogram would tell you that story. While yeah, he Bogram was would probably tell you drunk. that without thinking about it. Um, Lafian, I would like you to roll a persuasion check, please. Oh, okay. Nine. Luck. Luck point. <laughs> Fuck you, roll 20. I'm not dealing with your bullshit right now. <laughs> 24. Thank you. It doesn't feel like anything has changed, but Rel, you feel a slight resistance and then your hand goes through. Oh. Well, you know. Laughing, <laughs> like, as he sees you walk through, <laughs> has like a dumbstruck look on his face, like, what the fuck just happened? Shit, that worked. Now I feel like a total ass for saying it that way. <laughs> wow. Should have just left me there. You can stay there if you want, Ral. I mean, no, I can no. decree. I can I decree you, differently. I don't. You you missed your chance. Now you're stuck with me. <laughs> I'm not stuck in here with you. You're stuck in here with me. Hi everyone, Ral here. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you are enjoying the show. If you'd like to find us on Twitter, you can find us at tldpod. And you can also email us at theluckydiepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much to patron supporters Rob Saul, Jennifer Moody, Brian Akins, and Guy C. Thanks so much for your support. We really appreciate you. And once again, thank you all so much for listening to our show. Your support over the years has been amazing. 
and we would not be doing this without you. So thank you so much. We will see you next episode. Until then, bye. This is a Ninth World Journal. A careless experiment with a teleportation device has left me stranded in random places throughout the Ninth World. While trying to survive in these strange lands, I must find a way to reverse my condition. A Ninth World Journal is a science fantasy audio drama podcast. Subscribe to listen or visit ninthworldjournal.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.